Everybody, welcome to another sports, sports, sports podcast. I'm Joel Anderson. I'm Jordan Palmville. And joining us as always is the sports outsider, Phil Rains. This is the second time we're doing the intro because I screwed right. up recording the first time. So if some of this seems unusually rehearsed, that would be why. Yeah, I'm so, I'm sorry. I, we need to create a trusting podcast, and we have to take blame in order to earn that trust. So I'm sorry. I you think know. it's an intro so nice we had to say it twice. Oh, New oh, York, New that. York. I, I feel like this whole spiel here was better when we did it the first time. Yeah. Yeah. Might have been. We really shouldn't have had to do the intro a third time. <laughs> yeah, that was really <laughs> makes this really bad. I will not take the blame for that one. That was Joel's. <laughs> but we should all be on our best behavior. Yeah. It's Super Bowl week. Are you ready Super for Bowl. some football? Super Bowl. And we can say it. Yeah, we can yeah. say it because uh, we don't care about getting sued. Super We're not Bowl, famous enough. Two words. Something that I have to look up like every single time really? I write about the Super but Bowl. But it's super as an adjective, bowl. Right, but it does feel like it might all be one word because it's been trademarked. That's fair. I'm gonna, I've yeah. actually done this in the past. Really? As someone who, in a word doc, mind. wrote Super Bowl a lot recently. Oh, I see. Okay. <laughs> I, I literally, yeah, like every single time I start to write it, and I'm like, is it one word or two? And then I remember... God, I have to look this up every single time, and then I still can't remember which one it is. Oh, can we also just recap really quickly? on The, the last time we tried to record, uh, we realized it was KFC Day because I eat KFC oh, every Super right. Bowl. Correct. We then had, talked about who plays the colonel now, talked about how funny Jim Gaffigan is and how all of his bits start with food, Yep. and then we moved on to introducing the episode, right? Right. Well, we That's also... Sufficient. I don't know if we need to rehash <laughs> yeah, it I don't know if we need to rehash it. I wanted to share for the second time that yeah. when I go out to my mailbox... Oh, yeah. And I get those sweet, sweet grocery oh, circulars. Yeah. And I look and I see Sprouts. Right. Vons. Pavilions. Yeah. Oh, oh boy. I didn't even know they even did coupons for pavilions. Oh, yeah. they're not coupons. This is just a circular. <laughs> oh, okay, make no right. mistake, Joel. Right. Rouse. Advertisements about price. All right. of the heavy hitters. Right yeah. aid. <laughs> right aid. And they all say the same thing without fail this week, which is, Big game specials. Right, because they can't say Super Bowl. They, they can't say Super Bowl. It's just so funny that in, in 53 years, Super yeah. Bowl lie, yeah. in 53 years, no one's come up with anything better than Big Game. And then I said that I wanted to start a hunting show called The Big Game on Outdoor Life Network so I could sue everybody who uses The Big Game, too. Very funny the first time around. Little stilted the second time around. <laughs> yeah, it didn't, yeah. didn't feel as crisp to me. Yeah. yeah. Well, improv uh, is funnier than sketch. Why don't, why don't I go ahead and point out that it's pretty fitting that I think the Patriots are going to be in all of the Super Bowl lies. Oh, oh did right? they deflate those the footballs? The cheating that one Patriots time? are in. They're going to be in. Lie, lie, the lie. The are rebels, man. Destroying tea. <laughs> yeah. Causing a ruckus. got that MAGA hat. They right. took a picture they're, of him in the, locker the, room the, with the MAGA hat. Upstart rebellion, yeah. <laughs> and and uh, real quick because I do think this is worth getting on the tape again. Sure. Uh, give me an example of how Jim Gaffigan starts a bit. Yeah, he'll start to give like, I had a pop tart yesterday. <laughs> oh, pop tarts. Yeah, oh, I can just imagine him eating one. I know. <laughs> oh, oh wow! It's like a crepe for homeless people. <laughs> True. <laughs> oh, They've got wow. s'mores pop tarts now. Oh, I'm gonna put some chocolate in it. Why don't I throw a marshmallow in it? Oh, 
Talk, talk to talk to the audience about himself for a second. He's fat. There we go. I think I see him getting fatter. I think the word marshmallows has 200 calories. Oh, man. You can write a Jim Gaffigan stand-up special that in was, real time. That, that was excellent. Thank yeah. you. Uh, we got to... Oh, on the show today... Uh, Famed producer of the Super Bowl Shuffle. Dusty Breitberg is yep. on. Yeah. And uh, yeah, now he's booking the Super Bowl halftime act. So he booked Maroon 5. Yeah. So we can ask him about that. Yeah, about uh, other uh, uh, how how he came about that decision, maybe. Yeah, because I don't think he's booked all the Super Bowls recently, but no. he definitely booked this year. He booked this one, yeah. You know, it's interesting because I would rate Maroon 5 a 5 out of 10. Right. He's their average. <laughs> their average. I agree. Wow. Well, I put that more in the scale where like five is a failing grade. Oh, like uh, like school. Yeah, yeah. Where a fifty like seven out of ten is... would be average to me, which always was a little upsetting. I remember looking at that and being like, "Why isn't an F zero and a D 20 And oh, remember the game F zero, <sighs> Super Nintendo. I remember in school yeah. they, they they got rid of the Fs game. and they just called them all E's. Yeah, and um, I was like, "What? What exactly? Like, do you think skipping the le- like the notoriety of the letter alone yeah. has led you to change yeah. it?" I had a, I had a, uh, a chemistry professor who called it a triple pronger, and he had a southern oh, accent. He goes, go. "He goes, you do bad in this, I'm gonna give you a triple pronger." Woo! Think I care? Take me one night at the Shamrock. Forget about that. I didn't know that uh, that <laughs> uh, George like W. Bush was your teacher. <laughs> he was not. He'll give he, you a triple pronger, Jordan. His other thing there was a that's kid honestly, in our class named Dan Monk, and he goes, "I'm gonna start calling you Monk E because that's all you'd be getting in this class." Ah, that's a good one. <laughs> and also because he's like a monkey because he doesn't know about chemistry. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> Most uh, monkeys know very little about chemistry. Yeah, and, and now it doesn't Dan matter. Monk is changed his name to Elon Musk to get away from the thing. <laughs> He's doing great. Uh, Phil, do we have a, another installment of her potty winning? Well, pot, it'll win a pot, potty someday. Potty nominated. Uh, someday, Soon hopefully. Soon to be potty yeah, nominated. Yeah. It's our series on football hooliganism. This one, we got yet another country from around the world, unlike other countries, uh, about where we talk about how hooliganism is affecting that country as a whole. Their GDP and stuff. Oh, wow. <laughs> and news, news, news. But first, LeBron James update, watch update. LeBron James update, watch update. Brought to you by... All the things that LeBron James sponsors. Today. Today, today, today. LeBron James's camp wants Lakers coach Luke Walton out. Uh-oh. Ooh. Subheadline, LeBron himself said no such thing, semicolon. Just wants to get healthy and be out there competing to help the team. I, Is that uh, true? I don't know. I will. I will say one area where the new super real LeBron James has not quite come over yet. He will not stab his coach in the back in the public. That's true. That's for the true. for the team related stuff, I think he still very much plays it close to the vest. On Brian Windhorse's podcast this week, ESPN's Jackie McMullen reported that LeBron James's camp would rather see the Lakers replace Luke Walton as the team's head coach. Keen observers may ask, rather than what? Rather than him continuing to be the coach. Right, that's the only rather. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the NBA's de facto policy of best player on the team gets to coach means this development does not bode well for Luke mm, Walton. Not at all. Well, why don't they just uh, get rid of LeBron James? Well, that's not <laughs> what, <laughs> what. They're not just going to put him to the curb? Uh, so here's the quote from Jackie McMullen. There's a lot of tension in that building. Even though Jeannie Buss came out very strongly and said, I want Luke to be here. I back him 100% but then also made the point that has to be made, and that's that she hired Irvin Magic Johnson to make these decisions. And if he feels differently, she gave him the power to make those kinds of decisions. 
It's clear to me that LeBron's camp would prefer a coaching change. They're not too subtle about it. And Wizor says, of course, LeBron publicly hasn't talked in a month. McMillan says, not LeBron, but all these people around LeBron, and they've made it known. I don't think that this is a shock for me to say this. Yeah. Yeah. So when he says all these people around LeBron, that's really just him saying LeBron, but I can't say LeBron. Yeah. So we'll attribute this to like it's LeBron's. Like, it's their equivalent uh, of like sources say. Yeah. yeah. Washington DC insiders say. I was almost going to say entourage, but given LeBron's business success, I don't think that's appropriate. I think we should officially start calling them aides, <laughs> you know, or staffers. <laughs> I don't know. They think they're still an entourage. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I think if you hitch your wagon to someone you, for long enough, you're, you're, you in, you're just you're you're a hanger on. Well, That's yeah, a Jared successful hanger on. You know what? You guys, the Lighthouse. You yeah. guys keep doing Entourage. Which, what right. you're going to do. I'm going to refer to them as staffers. Okay, fine. LeBron right. James staffers. Well, if we're making up names for them, I'm going to call them Gloop Glorps. All right, okay. Genie Bus is the controlling. Didn't make up the word staffer. It feels made a up. Word does fine. feel does fine. Feel made call them Gloop Glorps. See what I want. All right, Genie Bus is the controlling owner of the Lakers. That's describing her investment in the team, not her personality. She's now given herself the political cover necessary. I like this coach, but I don't make these decisions. Right. I hired Magic Johnson to make these decisions. Mm -hmm. ESPN's McMullen admits that James himself has made no such claims to the front office, but his camp believes it would be in the team's best interest to part ways with Walton. Furthermore, James claims he wasn't even aware of the meeting at Trump Tower. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's true. James has missed the last 16 games as of Tuesday of this week with a moderate groin strain that he suffered during the team's Christmas Day win against the Golden State Warriors. Complicating this groin strain, another symptom have popped up this year for LeBron. A strong feeling of sadness after games in which the other team has scored more points than his team. Oh, that's <laughs> tough. Sources oh, yeah. from LeBron's camp state that this problem is compounded when there are more games in which the other team scores more points than games in which LeBron's yeah. team scores more points. And yep. then his gloop okay. glorps have to be like, it's okay, LeBron. <laughs> the gloop glorps point out correlation is not causation, so let's not jump to conclusions. Right, few. Okay. few. Uh, Walton is, the current, uh, is currently in his third season as Lakers head coach. During Walton's time with the franchise, he's accumulated a 86-127 and 127 record and is coming off a campaign in which the Lakers won 35 games with a young roster. Now, he's led the Lakers to 35 a, games? I mean, if he were coaching an NFL team, he'd be coach of the year. Well, that'd be a record, yes. <laughs> yeah. But they play 82. Oh, wow. That's not yeah. great, then. I how can come, see how that really changes the Is it because LeBron James is no good? How come well, he can't win? Well, wait. LeBron just came to the team this year. Right. This year, Luke Walton is 26 and 24, but just 5 and 10 since LeBron went down with his groin injury. Oh, yeah. Mm. So wait, it's wait a second, wait a second. I'm trying to, to work out, put my old statistical mind to work here okay. to come up with a correlation. Okay. You know what? Sounds like it's LeBron is making the difference. Right. Oh, that took a long time. <laughs> I apologize to the listeners. The best player in basketball has been injured. He might have a more impressive record if he wasn't. Mm. And now that basketball player wants him fired. That's a shit draw. Yep. That's yeah, tough. Uh, LeBron James uh, trying to get a coach fired uh, isn't a bug. It's a feature. He mm -hmm. tried to get Miami Heat head coach Eric Spolstra fired, but team president Pat Riley had installed Spolstra himself, so he wasn't interested in getting rid of his hand-picked puppet ruler. Mm. I coined the phrase three-peat. If anyone is the shadow leader of this team, it's me. Have you won more than more rings than Jordan? I just remembered. I don't care. You haven't won more than me. I'm Pat Riley. <laughs> This is Pat Riley's voice. 
I believe it. It sounds like your voice sure. but more authoritative. That's exactly right. That's yeah. it's me in the bedroom. That's there, oh, look oh. oh, when King James returned to Cleveland, he put up with head coach David Blatt for a season and a half before getting Blatt fired in January 2016 when the Cavs had the best record in their conference. Well, you can't be named Blatt. He then installed Tyron Lue to power and won Cleveland's only sports championship since 1948. Oh, but that's unfair to Tyron Lue. His career extended so far after LeBron left. Tyron, without LeBron James, was a lot like a middle-class Batman. No karate lessons, no gadgets. Oh. <laughs> he was fired this season after an 0-6 start. Yeah, six I, games I he left. I would watch a movie about middle-class Batman. <laughs> that would be kind of sad. I guess that was Blank Man, right? I never. I don't know what Blank Man is. Damon Wayans. He was a superhero. I'll Google it. Good. But it's better than Luke Walton, who looks like he will not even get the benefit of having the best player in the league. Mm. Yeah, that's, that's a bummer. And will eventually be pushed into a vat of chemicals. Ah, so he can become Two-Face. LeBron James, update, watch, update. LeBron James, update, watch, update. Brought to you by... All the things that LeBron James sponsors. Today. Today, today. News, news, news on the Sports, Sports, Sports podcast with Jordan, Joel, and Phil. News, news, news. Super Bowl narratives power rankings. Woo! That sounds fun. Yeah, so does sound like fun. So uh, power rankings are very popular on websites. Mm -hmm. I aspire to be very popular. Mm. Just yeah. in general. So that's why you're doing this. Yeah, pretty much. So you can be heard. So this is a... <laughs> yeah. So this is a, we've got, got a power ranking... Of the Super Bowl narratives. Okay. Does everyone yeah. follow? Yeah, no, I'm... I don't I, know what power rankings are, but I'll catch I've up. Needed, <laughs> I've needed none of this explanation. <laughs> I needed a little more, but it's okay. Good for Phil and our listeners who tune in specifically for Phil. Which all is right. all of our listeners. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Uh, stolen Super Bowl. Saints and Chiefs got jobbed. The Kansas City Chiefs have seemingly processed their AFC championship loss. Chuck, this went up to... It's Tom Brady's NFL, and we're just living in it. Yeah, mm. I'm sure there'll be some sort of cheating scandal about that game. Well, I mean, they got an unfortunate couple Eventually, unfortunate there's bound to be. However, the New Orleans Saints aren't over it. And more to the point, plenty of Saints fans seem to think there's some, that something still can be done about this. There are season ticket holders arguing in federal court as if they're going to get an injunction on the Super Bowl. I'm really sad for them. Like, really genuinely sad for them. What is this? USA Suits? Whoa, good oh. show. Excellent writing staff. The, uh, well, I heard they're on a downward trajectory recently. <laughs> well, they are nearing an end. <laughs> they made right? some poor personnel <laughs> yeah, decisions absolutely. recently. They're uh, like hiring the help and elevating them. It's not. It's always not a, good, good a mistake. Always hire externally. Yeah. You get a breadth of experience. The announcers won't mention the egregious missed pass interference call too much for fear of unleashing the wrath of the National Football League. However, 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 the over under on Super Bowl commercials that reference the missed call, 1.5. Oh, there Ooh. we go. So that was number ten. Number so wait, many is that, super is there, is that a real gambling thing? No, I mean, I mean, that? that's I would set the line at that. I see, see, that is interesting because I feel like that's you that's think? low hanging fruit. But most of the commercials now are like in the can and finished like so far ahead of time. <laughs> like they're coming out in YouTube like two weeks before the game. Like, However, there is a lot of <laughs> uh, there's a lot of ones that are done like that uh, have like meme culture built in. Right. right? It's a tie yeah, down. Got, yeah. Exactly. Uh, number nine, Patriots Dynasty. Belichick has teamed up uh, with Brady for nine Super Bowls in the past 17 years. You're going to see that on a graphic. Mm -hmm. They're five and three in the eight that they've played so far. 
You're going to see that on a graphic. Mm-hmm. They're two and one since Aaron Hernandez left the team. You're going to see no, that. No, 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 no. You're not going to see that. Not even Aaron Hernandez? No, no. See, I don't know much about sports, but that name stuck with me. <laughs> I will bet that his name is not uttered even once on air during the Super no. Bowl. Really? You mean the same way that they don't just don't talk about Chris Benoit, the WWE anymore? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, that makes sense. Sean McVay's age. Sean McVay, 33, is the youngest head coach uh, in a Super Bowl. 33? 33. He's a baby. Just turned 33. Wow. A week ago. Well, happy birthday. God, fuck that guy. Right, he's accomplished so much. This will be brought up on the broadcast. Mm -hmm. Bill Belichick, 66, is twice his age, and 33 years represents the largest age difference between coaches in the Super Bowl. Ooh, I bet there's some cartoony graphic where they compare like the cost of a gallon of gasoline when Sean McVay was born versus uh But if you're worried about social events leading up to the big game being awkward, don't. Both of their significant others are the same age. <laughs> oh, that makes sense. I'm joking, I'm joking. They won't even be there. They have midterms. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Tom Brady's age slash diet. The year is twenty one fifty five. The only living person born before the year 2000 is Tom Brady. (laughs) Right now, he's 41. He's still playing well. It's infuriating. His diet, known as the TB12 method, or by adjectives like weird ass and seemingly successful. Cool. uh, Announcers will most likely mention he doesn't eat nightshades. Doesn't eat nightshades. This includes tomatoes and many peppers. Ooh. Your Uncle Scott will follow this up with a slam dunk over Aunt Katie saying... This is why he shouldn't have to eat salads either. That, yeah. yeah, take that, Aunt Katie. Take it. <laughs> well, hey, he learned a valuable lesson from Socrates, and he's applying it moving forward. <laughs> you really got to credit him for that. Mercedes-Benz, uh, Mercedes-Benz Stadium's roof. Hmm. This is the only narrative about an inanimate object if you don't include Tom Brady. Oh, do they? Oh, did no. they put the giant hood ornament on top of the... By the way, that was a great Tom Brady. Oh, burn. thanks, I didn't Joel. To, Jeez, <laughs> to, to roll right. You're on my it, only laugh on the sports yeah. jokes. I didn't Sorry. understand that one, but I appreciate that you're trying. <laughs> Tom Brady is very slow. He's very immobile. Yeah. Really? Well, but the, he's a quarterback. The roof right? is pinwheel shaped and okay. opens and closes like a camera lens. Oh, that's oh, cool. I like uh, that. It can open in as little as eight minutes. For comparison, that's about how much time Tom Brady usually has in the pocket. Whoa. <laughs> ah, go, went there again. But, right. but again, did they put a Mercedes Benz hood ornament on top of the stadium? I don't think that rotates hood. from like north south to east west orientation when they open or close that the. That seems like a big build. <laughs> it seems like if somebody <laughs> asked for that, they'd totally be like. totally worth it. It's one thing to name a stadium after yourself, it's another to have a 600 foot What's the cost benefit analysis on this? A couple thing? of backseat contractors here. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Tony Romo's psychic ability slash gambling is legal. Uh Uh-oh. Broadcasters have a long-term secret affair with gambling. Secrets. People are always going to be upset about that extra point. Mm-hmm. That's the things they used to say. They used to be like super flirty about it. Like, oh, oh like they know what's happening, people aren't going to be upset it. about that like, yeah. when the spread's involved. But now with sports gambling being up to each state to decide, they don't have to be as flirty about it. They can come out and talk about the spread and the over-under. <laughs> to our Nevada residents, uh, the next segment. <laughs> <laughs> uh, enter Tony Romo and his uncanny ability to predict plays. If he hasn't been kidnapped by gamblers yet, he certainly will in an ill-conceived spiritual sequel to Celtic Pride. <laughs> That's a good movie, too. 
I haven't seen that actually. It's good. They can have the basketball player because they're huge fans. Yeah, uh, Todd Gurley's health. Perhaps the best running back in the NFL. Todd Gurley only saw five touches in the NFC Championship game. He's been dealing with a left knee injury, and you're going to see plenty of shots of Todd Gurley on the sidelines looking like he's ready to go in. But the real narrative here should be about Gurley's backup, C.J. Anderson. Anderson signed a one-year deal last offseason with the Carolina Panthers. The second week of November, he was released by the Panthers. December 5th, he was signed by the Oakland Raiders. December 11th, he was released by the Raiders, having seen no game action. December 18th, he was signed by the Rams. He ended the season with two back-to-back 100-yard rushing games and an excellent performance in the playoffs, contributing (laughs) to the the Rams being in the Super Bowl. So to recap, December 17th, unemployed. (laughs) This weekend... Super Bowl. Yep. That's crazy. It's almost like running back performance is more closely tied to the offensive system than it is to... Oh, you had to go hurtful with it. <laughs> I was saying, let's just let's feel good for CJ no, Anderson. I do, I do feel good We wanted to I'm celebrate how over we got this asshole <laughs> over here. Uh, I was going to take a... I was going to try and work a girly into a pun there. I'm glad you didn't. Yeah, that was girly. I didn't even want to go there because it was just floating too high, you know? (laughs) Uh, Number two on the narrative's power rankings, the L.A. Rams have never won a Super Bowl while in Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. The St. Louis Rams won a Super Bowl with the greatest show on turf. However, the Los Angeles Rams have never won at all. But by going up against the New England Patriots, the Rams have successfully tricked America into caring about them. Mm-hmm. They're now the most popular team in America west of Dunkin' Donuts Nation, except for a rather large area surrounding the city of St. Louis, where local CBS affiliate KMOV will forgo the Super Bowl in favor of a replay of the September 29th Cubs-Cardinals game. (laughs) The Cardinals won 2-1 and helped ensure the Cubs would finish one game behind the first-place Milwaukee Brewers. Go Brew Crew! Right here on KMOV The Move. That was an article in, uh, I can't remember which paper, but it was basically like, oh, the poor St. Louis fans are lamenting. And I'm just sort of like, they got the team for its one Super Bowl. Yeah. This How bad are you going to get? Better like, to have loved and lost. And you, the number one okay. performance, uh, performance, the number one Super Bowl narrative, power, power ranking. ranking, ranking, rank, rank, number one. The Maroon 5 Halftime Show. Hey. Oh, there you go. Apparently, a local Atlanta adult contemporary radio station that plays today's hits and yesterday's classics were in charge of the halftime show. <laughs> Dang. Maroon 5, the food dye, has been linked to allergies in children. <laughs> Maroon 5, the band, has been linked to fits of rage from your Uncle Scott. Look out, Ed Katie! Joining us now on the podcast, yep. uh, Super Bowl Shuffle producer. Ding, ding. Yeah. Du- ding, ding. Oh, wow. Hey, kids. Hey, guys. Oh, hey. Hello. It's, uh, it's, it's my mom. Hi, hey, guys. Mrs. Anderson. How's oh, it going? I'm sorry to interrupt you, boys. We were actually just about I'm to so interview a uh, uh, producer and promoter. Anderson, yeah, it's, uh, I'm sorry. I just brought in some cookies in oh, case you're still oh, hungry. Man. Thank you. Oh, thank, thank you very I need much, Anything for my so growing much. boy. Oh, He's growing a different direction these we're days. Actually, we're, we're in the middle of a show here. So. Oh, great. Can uh, I sit down for a second? I mean, I'd love to chat with you. Can we just right after that? Don't sit Sorry, my crisscross peanut butter cookies are delicious. The way that I do it is I take a fork and I push into the dough one direction, turn it the 90 degrees, push in the other direction. It is so good. Thank you. Thank you so much, Mom. But we can can talk all about the cookies. Do you know who I was talking to the other day? (laughs) No, no, Mom. I don't know how I would. I was talking to Sean McFay's mother. (laughs) 
Why were you talking? Whoa, I was Sean talking. McVay's I ran mother. into her at the supermarket, and I said, "How's Sean?" Why would Sean McVay's mother be at the supermarket? All mothers know each other. Were you in Atlanta? Presumably, she's in Atlanta right now. I was in Atlanta. I was picking up some Coca-Cola products. Why were you in Atlanta? Mom? Picking up some Coca-Cola you products. It's fresher here. there. It no, is fresher it's, there. It's like the no. farmer's market of Coca-Cola. That's smart no, shopping, the, Mrs. Yeah. Anderson. The bottling plants are all sh- over the place. Don't, don't argue okay, with I'm me. Sorry. Sorry, don't you argue. He had this problem growing up, yeah, too. He was always okay. arguing. Okay. <laughs> so I ran into Sean McVay's. Did you, do you know what he's doing now? Yeah, he's, he's coaching a football team. Yeah, he's going to coach in the Super Bowl Yeah, on he's coaching the Super Bowl. He's coaching the whole Super Bowl. I hear the whole show. Yeah, she must have been really excited. Very excited. She was so proud. Yeah, well, she, she should was be. so proud. He's very accomplished. Very accomplished. And you know, he makes really good money doing that. I would expect he that he ve- does. He a yes. very good salary. I don't want to say it on your podcast how much money he's making, but it's way more than a... What are you doing now? Writing your little <laughs> yes, blogs? I'm, I'm writing. Well, yeah, You're I writing those little blogs. Sean it's McVay way more than writing those little blogs. And don't worry, Mom, we... We're obviously going to cut this from the final podcast. You're going to cut this from the podcast? Well, you what just barged in here. Why would we leave it in the don't, podcast? Don't be mean to your mother. I'm not she, being mean to my mother. Don't be okay. mean to your mother. She brought us you, cookies. You are correct. Mom, I'm actually, I'm I doing... also brought some Coca-Cola products. They're a little less fresh now. It's <laughs> been a little Oh, I would love one. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Enjoy. <laughs> thank you. No, Did thank you, you. <laughs> know that Sean McVeigh is also married? Yeah. Yeah. What? To a beautiful woman. What is your point, a Mom? A beautiful I'm, woman. I'm... I'm dating occasionally, Are you dating and I make again? plenty of money. Are you dating? Articles. Is it serious? No, it's not serious. I'm just I'm dating around, mom. Dating around? Yeah, he's got a wife. Yeah. What is what it's is your a point? Very I'm not Sean McVeigh. Life. Why? I'm not saying you're Sean McVeigh. I'm just saying that it wouldn't hurt for you to drop him a call. Let him know that maybe get some pointers. Why? Why am I not dropping get other a life? NFL maybe coaches. get some could, dating advice. Bill he's, he's so young and handsome, though. He's so he's. Did well, you know yes. that okay. he's younger he's, than you? He's younger than I am. Yes, he's Thank only you, thirty-three he's years 33 old. And look at everything and he's 36. done. He's married. He's coaching the Super Bowl. <sighs> I took he a makes different very path. Very good Mom. money. He's the youngest I, coach in the NFL. I know Joel writes the internet these days. <laughs> that's that's yeah, what he no, does. Yeah, that's what he does. Yep. He uh, he gets the key. It's kind of like the other day I was on Facebook and uh, it said, uh, say something on the little top bar. And I clicked and I just said, I'm having a bright, sunny day. And then I hit send. It's just like Joel. <laughs> It's the I mean, same kind of job. I write I guess things. Technically, I put on the it's internet. in the same ballpark, but I'd still like to think it's very different. Oh, are you writing for Facebook now too? Like no, I do. I, I could if I wanted to, but I don't have an account, so I don't. Oh well, you should get an account. Sean McVay uh, has an account. I, I'm sure he does, Mom. But look, this is I don't. Do you two want finger sandwiches? Uh, yes, actually. This, finger sandwiches? Yeah, I brought so finger sandwiches. How did you bring this much Sean stuff Sean McVeigh's wife made them for me. Oh, After she on. heard that I ran into her mother at the supermarket, she said, give her these finger oh, sandwiches. These, is They're this delicious. hummus and cucumber? It is. Yeah. It's fresh, but oh. also a little, it's got a little danger to she it. She makes it from scratch and she peels all the chickpeas. So she it's extra does smooth. herself. It's, yeah, it's, it's really It impressive. makes me realize I've never really had fresh hummus very much. Where yeah. does she find the time? You're talking having about yourself a husband the third person, that Mom. coaches the Super Bowl. It, yeah. it look it. 
I'm. I'm. Is there anything else, Mom? Uh, Joel, that you are want you to talk about? Flustered? I am getting a little flustered because I don't know Do you why need you're to go here. back to your child therapist, Doctor Rabinovitz. No, I really don't, Mom. Okay. Also, Doctor Rabinovitz presumably is back in Michigan, like I thought you were I until know. two as minutes soon ago. As Joel came out to Los Angeles, he started getting so angry. That's not. It, he was also my when I moved out when to we Los Angeles. That's also when you started constantly berating me about getting married. When getting am a job. I going to have grandkids? Oh Christ! Why are you going to give me grandkids? I, did I fail as a mother? No, you really didn't. <laughs> did Mom, I fail as a mother? You were and are a wonderful <laughs> mother, and I love you dearly. It's just a little different now. Well, it's a little different for me too. Okay. John McVeigh's mom is going to have grandkids. Yeah. Uh. Well. I mean, and they're going to be beautiful. They're going to be beautiful. Both rich. him and his wife have such good bone and structure. So Jesus, why do you always take the guest so side? I wouldn't raise your voice. Thank you, your Jordan. Jordan, congratulations on getting married. Thank and I hear you're much. writing for a big show. Oh, and he's younger yes, than I am too, Mom. Great. Is that what you wanted to throw in there? No, he's writing for a show that's right in my demographic. <laughs> In thank terms you of very, viewership. Thank you very yeah, much. Absolutely. Yeah, I appreciate okay. that. Uh, Mom, I will... I those w- boys in those suits look so sharp. <laughs> do you, do you, Joel, wanna do you maybe... want me to get you a suit for Christmas? I, I, Christmas I just happened. And no, I can get my own suits, and I probably should, since I know more about... You probably should. Maybe then you'll meet a nice girl. Oh, my God. Mom, why don't you go wait in the waiting room? Okay, I will. And, and as soon as the podcast is done, I will come out, and we will go Let's get... Let's talk. We will go get... It's what four o'clock? Yeah, yeah but so four we'll o'clock. We got to get there pretty soon. Prices are gonna <laughs> yeah. go up. We just as I mean, as soon as as you're off our podcast and we can interview our actual guest. Oh, I I'm will... sorry. Am I disrupting things for you, boys? Yes, oh, I apologize. I'm an enormous degree. Don't yell at your mother. Don't yell at your mother. Don't yell at your mother. Do you see what I have to put up with? I'm sorry about this, but no, we'll I'll send them out after the podcast. Thank you. Joining us now on the podcast, for real this time, uh, the producer of the Super Bowl Shuffle, Dusty Breitberg. It's me, Dusty Breitberg. Hello, Dusty. Hello, it's a pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me. It's great to have you on. on I just ran into your mother. Before (laughs) the podcast at the supermarket. Oh. What a wonderful woman. (laughs) Wonderful woman, your mother. You didn't run into her in the waiting room? She's in the waiting room now. She should Wonderful. be. That's where she said I told her to go there. That's great. I'm going to have to say hello to her. She's married, right? Yes. Wonderful. Dusty, Wonderful. Definitely well, married. Get this. Me, famous producer Dusty Breitberg, producer of the Super Bowl Shuffle, mm-hmm. has now moved on to producer of the Super Bowl Halftime. This is uh, a big yeah. promotion. It's a big promotion. You've had an illustrious career, and now yep. this is a perfect crowning achievement. Oh, like. yeah. Look at the acts they've had in the past. They've had Aerosmith in the yep. past. Oh, yeah. They've had the Britney Spears in the past. They've had her boyfriend, Justin Timberlake, on there. A couple times. Right? Yeah. Uh, uh, the boss. Yeah. They had Janet Jackson on that once. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and that's why they hired me to make sure that never happens again. Oh, yeah, well, no I, costume I, malfunctions. I imagine it won't. Dusty. I mean, I hate to bring this up, Dusty, but there has been some controversy surrounding the pick for the halftime show. Maroon Five, there has been. 
<laughs> yes. That's there a question. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I'm I mean, surprised. I'm surprised by that. Why what would anyone have a he's such a handsome guy? He's yeah. on the voice. Well, uh, he I mean, sings the songs. He plays on the radio. So he aside plays from the, the normal controversy they play the drums of people just not liking the band, which a lot of people do. But that's I mean, in any given musical act, that's gonna be the case. But I think a lot of other people are pointing out how you know, this is the act that they landed on after they they skipped over a lot of stuff, and it has no connection to the musical history of Atlanta. Uh, but no, you don't understand. That's the point. It's the whole point of Book and Maroon 5 is that they're horribly, horribly boring. Oh, I mean, look at who's done it in the are, past. But why would that be Britney the point? Spears, Justin <laughs> Timberlake, Aerosmith. Beyonce? Red Hot Chili Peppers. Beyonce was a misstep. She's actually very good. <laughs> yeah, she wasn't boring at all. Yeah, she was exciting to watch. Oh, I'm sorry. You were she just got naming, in formation. Thought, okay, I'm sorry. So you're naming the boring ones. <laughs> I'm naming the boring ones, which is all of them after Janet Jackson. Do you remember that weird act out Indiana Jones one from like the 90s? No. Wait, I don't know wow. what you're talking about. Wait, I should, I should, that should be a wide world of weird sports. That's thing. a weird aside. Yeah, yeah totally. <laughs> but anyways... <laughs> Cut, cut that out while we're no, cutting no, out my no. mother interrupting. No, no, no. Well, look, when I looked at the history, recent history of Super Bowl shows yep. in order to study for who I was supposed to book. Yeah, of okay. course. And I slept through all of them. <laughs> back to back to back. It was the best sleep I've had in years. Okay. Watching these Super Bowls. So when they hired me to book it, I said, all right, I get it. They need to be popular. They need to be they need to be relevant with name recognition and they need to be the most boring act you can find <coughs> so that there's no nipple slips so there's no hoo-ha grabs. Okay. Uh well can't I, be either. I guess you've succeeded, Jesse, yeah. because I, I don't think I don't know many people who are excited about this year's halftime. Perfect. They're supposed <laughs> to be excited for the football. Right, but I mean, I think as a secondary thing, a lot of non-football fans get excited for things like the commercials no, or the halftime no, show. No, look, the non-Super Bowl fans, they're going to be going to the bathroom. They're going to be getting Doritos. I hear it's KFC day. They're going to probably be eating some of that. I mean, only only for Phil, and he's out getting burritos right now. Oh, that's but, fair. He's yeah. a big eater, that one. But look, that's why I got Maroon 5 to do it. Look, I also learned from it that the production of it oftentimes has bright flashing lights. They have everybody run on the field. Mm -hmm. They all wave around a sign or something like they're enjoying it, but they're not. They're all very <laughs> bored. And all of them are waving around the signs when their head they're going, oh, geez. When is the football going to start again? I, I, I get on the field for this. So your, your goal with the halftime show is to be as inobtrusive as possible. You don't want to take away from the football. That's okay. why people are watching. I mean, this is an admirable goal. But I why think. put anything in the field for the show? That's the point. <laughs> why? Uh, but, but that's sort of my point. Why not just leave the field empty? That's until... my point. They could be. There's so much ad inventory that could be served during that time. Yeah. Show more commercial. I know it's the Pepsi halftime show every so, so, year. So given that Pepsi you're responsible show. for booking the act, why didn't uh, why did you book an act? If because I was hired to book an act. <laughs> I mean, I, I feel like we're studying. we're into circular logic here, yeah. Joel. Yeah. No, fair fair enough. Joel, but... time is a flat circle, Joel. <laughs> Got more and more of our guests keep bringing up the I know. The concept. But 
it's it's interesting. But uh but yeah, I guess I'm just I'm I'm I don't know. I'm confused by well, this entire it, your, Maroon Five wasn't my first pick. Oh, who was your first pick? My first pick. Look, I saw that I was driving to Los Angeles. I'm from Chicago, where yep. I did the Super Bowl shuffle. Yeah, we remember. Driving to Los Angeles to take this job. On the way out, I drove past the world's tallest thermometer. Yep, in Baker. Yep, in Baker. The, the the most depressing town I've ever seen in my right, life. Right, and I thought maybe the world's tallest thermometer could be the halftime act. It wouldn't take away from the game at all. It would stand there. People would go out and wave foam fingers in front of it. There'd be a light show, and it would just register the temperature. You'd turn it on, and it would light up like the numbers as it's going up, and then it would peak out because it's an indoor stadium at like 72 degrees. Right. It would hit 72 degrees. Everyone would cheer for it. Everyone goes nuts. Yeah. It's boring. It's forgettable. It's innocuous. I will agree that that would have been a more more interesting halftime show than Maroon 5. That's the reason why I didn't go with that (laughs) direction. I thought it would be a little too distracting. Giant thermometer... Too interesting. Way too interesting. Because okay. I, I soft pitched it to so a few you, people. You moved to the next name in your list. Yeah, I went to. Well, I had a couple more names in yeah. between. Uh, there was also uh, there was. Uh, I was just going to show YouTube videos of people getting rickrolled. Oh, that's going to be way more interesting. Way too interesting. Five. I was yeah. going to show it on the jumbotron. That might oh. be what I wind up doing during the halftime. That's show, fair. So. I might do, but that's yeah. part. Of, that's partially the goal. Okay. Uh, uh, we uh, there was a guy. That I saw on the Third Street Promenade out here in Los Angeles, who had an upside down bucket, who was banging on it. I've never seen that person, but I'm sure they're better in Maroon Five. Yeah, I, I, that's what I thought too. Way too <laughs> way distracting. Too, way too oh, distracting. yeah, because people would have got into it, started tapping their feet. Right, they might have started drumming yeah. in the stands. Wouldn't Something have worked with, with with interesting rhythms would definitely be a departure from Maroon Five. Sure. Oh. I was thinking of just having somebody sit on stage and read a tale of two cities. Yeah, I mean, that's a classic. That'd be way more interesting. How do you think they could get? Uh, A 15-minute slot? Uh, They bump it up for the Super Bowl. It's about, I think, 20, 25. Okay, you could probably get like eight pages. Okay. I mean, Charles Dickens was very descriptive. Very descriptive. I mean, starting with it was the best of times, it was the worst of times. Make up your mind. Okay, Dusty. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So then we finally settled on Maroon 5. Yeah. You know how I finally settled on it? I my I had a I have a twelve year old granddaughter, and uh, I uh, she was like I'm an insomniac I can't sleep and I just put on Spotify in the top forty and whatever band she fell asleep during that's the one that we <laughs> went with and it was Maroon Five she made it twelve seconds through the song and then out like a light out like a light and she had been jumping on the bed for the Post Malone song immediately before it. oh of course yeah. yeah little Taylor Swift she loved that song couldn't have Taylor Swift out there. Yeah. Well, uh, in that case, I see your reasoning, and I completely understand why it's Maroon 5. See? It all makes sense now. You just need... Maybe I should go on stage before they go on and explain myself. Mm, I'll go, it's me, Dusty Brightburn. I don't know if Maroon 5 would be able to follow that. That's fair. They do not seem like (laughs) intelligent gentlemen. No. Also, just people would be all... Go from way interesting. Oh, to not, I thought you yeah. meant follow my line of logic. No, you meant actually go on yeah, after me. No, I yeah. think you go on. And you say you're Dusty Breitberg. Hey, it's me. Everyone goes ah. Right, they might cheer. We can't have that. And then you go, here's Maroon Five, and they're like, oh, I was ready for yeah. it just to be Maroon Five. Maybe but now you've gotten my hopes up. I should have. I should go out on stage and just go shh. <laughs> 
The sight of you still, I don't know if you want to it follow Maroon be. 5 that's with true. anything. You yeah. know what? Just let them have their fun. Yeah, I'd say They'll that's play. The some people will listen. Some people won't. Many will use the bathroom. Get a nacho. Most will use the bathroom, which is great. Go. You have to use the bathroom. You'll get. I've got a terrible bladder these days. Yeah. All across but the country, the enough. equivalent of Maroon 5 song will be created <laughs> in bowl after bowl. Yeah, absolutely. I might have them again next year. Save me some time. I don't know if you're going to be invited back next we'll week. We'll see. Yeah, we, we, we definitely will. Thank you very much for your you're time. You're welcome. Yeah. Watch the Super Bowl. And now it's time for another wide world of weird sports. Oh, it's wide world of sports. It's wide world of sports. Wide world of weird sports. What do we got this week? This week's wide world of sports. Football hooliganism in the territory of Serbia. Oh. Yeah. Which I've actually got Serbian. No, I've got Croatian blood in me. <laughs> Important distinction, Important Phil. Important distinction, yeah. Thousands of people have died for that particular distinction. Right. But also, I was born in, in the U.S., so I don't know geography or history. Yeah. KFC. 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 Uh, however, let's start with some uh, of the top of the article, like I have been, with some anti-hooligan measures that have been taken. Well, this is interesting. Yeah. How, public policy perspective, how does one combat <laughs> Well, police and civil uh, authorities in various countries with hooligan problems have taken a number of measures, including banning items that could be used as weapons or missiles in stadiums. Whoa. Yep. What? Weapons on board. Or missiles? Yeah, you don't want people, you don't want things that could be used as you missiles. You throw Anything. Literally anything. (laughs) This feels like an odd, you know, no weapons. Or or missiles. missiles. Yeah, it's true. I shouldn't, and I shouldn't have to say this. Right. But no missiles. No missiles. Next thing you know, they're going to be saying, oh, you can't bring that octopus into the stadium. You might No octopi, no missiles. Uh, Banning identified hooligans from stadiums, either formally via judicial orders or informally by denying them admittance on the day. Wow, these seem like very low bars to clear. Like... Not having weapons and not letting people back in if they've created violent events in the sure. past. They uh, moving to all seated stadiums, which reduces the risk of disorderly crowd movement. Oh, that's interesting. Do they have standing room only stadiums in in European? I soccer? think everybody stands up the whole game in European soccer, don't they? Every time they cut to oh, the crowds, but this is doing... like it's against the rules. Right, to you have stand. To well, I wonder also if it's like general admission areas or bleacher yeah. areas versus the traditional stadium seat. Oh, I see. I think what you're it's, saying. It's, it's, like, it's, like the benches as opposed to like if there's if there's no yeah. back on your bleacher, you might just stand. Right. If there's a nice seat, you're more likely gonna. Yeah. yeah. Okay. They uh, segregating opposing fans and fencing enclosures to keep fans away from each other, like rabid dogs. Right. Exactly. <laughs> They're going out of the cage. Don't get too close to the cage. That's a Chelsea fan. That's a yeah, Chelsea hurt. fan. Oh, for Chelsea. That's my favorite suggestion so far, but mainly just for the visual that you painted there. <laughs> right, <Yeah. laughs> totally. Uh, banning opposing fans from matches and or ordering specific matches to be played behind closed doors. Oh, my God. No fans allowed. Wow. Yeah. That's wow. intense. Um, compiling registers of known hooligans or restricting the ability of known hooligans to travel overseas. Like terrorists. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, is that... Wait, sir, you're on the no-fly list. Yo, what's that? 
Hey, we can lay on the no-flow list. I feel like that doesn't work because then the onus, like the onus, is then on England to prevent English soccer hooligans from traveling abroad. Yeah, that's and if a you're tough England, one. you got to figure they're like, oh boy, yeah. right. oh let's you let's try to. and prevent them from leaving. Way the to New York, get a load of these guys. <laughs> right. Yeah, but let's get into Serbia. So yeah. the most prominent groups of hooligans are associated with Belgrade and Serbia's two main clubs, the Red Star Belgrade and Partizan Belgrade. Well, it's got partisan right in the name. There. Right, yeah, you know, you know what's up. They are known as the Delehi or Heroes, and Grobari, meaning Grave Diggers. So it's wow. the Heroes versus the Grave Diggers. What an enormous gap between those right. two it's, mascots. It feels very good guy, Which bad guy, like WWE. Which one is the uh, The partisan Belgrade. Grave Diggers. Uh, and who's the Heroes? Uh, the Red Star Belgrade. Ugh. I hate to say this, but I feel like I've already cited in this one, and I'm going to yeah, go with the Grave with Diggers. The, the ones grave with Star diggers. and Hero right in. No, what? not Grave Diggers. Why? The Working Man. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's a good point, the actually, as you think about it. He's, yeah, he's the waking heroes up, are in their ivory towers. <laughs> waking up every night and going to work digging graves. And the right. people who dig the graves are very rarely the ones who killed them. Yeah, unless you're you in the mafia. Yeah. yeah, well, that's a fair yeah. point. Uh, FK Rad is a less successful Belgrade club whose associated hooligans known locally as United Force have notoriously been involved in many violent incidents. On December 2nd, 2007, a plainclothes police officer was seriously injured when he was attacked during a Serbian Superliga match between Red Star Belgrade and Hajduk Kula. I don't know where Hajduk Kula Mm. is from. On April 14, 2008, a football fan was killed near Novi Sad after clashes between FK Partizan's Grobari and fans of FK Vojvodina. Hmm. Yeah, it seems like a lot of these, uh, there was one Red Star violence and there was one Gravediggers violence. So there's Heroes, one Gravediggers. And then that same week, after a Red Star Belgrade partisan club, club match, so it was Heroes versus uh, Gravediggers, three people were injured and a bus was destroyed by hooligans. Oh my gosh! With their teeth. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, how do you destroy a bus without at least three injuries? Right. That's pretty crazy, right? It's going to be broken glass, exposed metal. Like Kai yeah. Fi did that for Homecoming. Right. And didn't at least three people get injured? Actually, yeah. More <laughs> yeah. Than High five is always injuring <laughs> yeah. people. Yeah. On September 19, 2008, a Serbian football hooligan was sentenced to 10 years in jail for an attack against a police officer at a Red Star Belgrade Hedge.Kula game. It sounds like a lot of these Hedge.Kula games, I'm gonna go ahead these and heroes say that, get out well, of line. Do you think that maybe they're referring to the early assault on the police officer that we read about not 30 seconds ago? It's probably true. <laughs> Could be accurate. Uh, I mean, I've only heard of one incident of a police officer getting uh, getting attacked at a Red Star. Oh versus... no, it was different dates. That was 2007. This is 2008. Well, right, but the guy got the the there would have been oh like a when court he was battle. sentenced. Yeah, he was I sentenced. see. You're probably yeah. right. On October 12, 2010, Serbia's Euro 2012 qualifying clash with Italy was abandoned after only six minutes after several Serbian fans threw flares and fireworks onto the pitch. Mother of God. Right. That seems that's aggressive. You can't yeah. do that. That's a big six move. minutes into the game. Yeah. Yeah. I caused severe trouble in and out of the ground. Yeah. No shit. Naturally. 
you do gotta wonder about some of this that it's like supposedly they're such big fans of soccer that they do all these things but then they do things that get them kicked out of the games and get right. matches canceled yeah, and it's they, like they're there much? they're there for the love of the hooliganism I think. is it possible that we've been misreading hooligans this whole time and that they like most people should hate soccer and that's why they're doing this yeah well, get this, partisan Belgrade. Misunderstood Serbians. <laughs> so partisan trying to stop soccer matches in their home country. Sure. <laughs> well, partisan Belgrade was disqualified from a UEFA Cup after crowd trouble in Mozar, Bosnia Herzegovina. Partisan vans threw flares and stones and fought with supporters of Zrinski, Mostar, and police. Fourteen partisan vans were convicted for the murder. Of Toulouse FC fan Bryce Tayton in Belgrade. Holy shit. 14 people murdered one guy. Yeah. That's how much it takes when you're using stones. Yeah. Well, they attacked him and other fans with baseball bats oh, and flares God. while wearing surgical masks. Boy, they are really Creepy. big on flares, aren't they? Yeah. All 14 hooligans received uh, between 10 and 35 years in prison. That's an awfully light sentence for murder. Well, yeah, but it was spread out over 14 people. So cumulatively, it was hundreds of years (laughs) for one murder. I'm not moving to Serbia. I've settled on that. Yeah, that's fair. I wasn't going to (laughs) move to Serbia anyways. And that brings it on to another wide world of weird sports. I'll be moving to Serbia. Just remember about these stories that we just told. Citizens of Podcast Town, this brings to a close on the sports. 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 Podcast. Before we go, we'd like to bring back Mrs. Anderson, uh, Joel's mom. Hey, Mrs. Anderson? Joel, I'm back. I'm back, Joel. Hi. Hey, mom. Hey. Hey it's there. good to be back. Hey. Thank you for having me. Do you think again, you could uh, uh, read this contact information for sure. us? Sure. Let, let me put on my reading glasses <laughs> I don't here. think she's going to understand anything okay. on that sheet. But. Wow, there's a lot of big words. Okay. Uh, you can find you us. You have a PhD, Mom. I feel. Like I know I have a PhD, but my eyesight is not what it used to be, Joel. Okay, Don't fair, criticize fair me. I'm not. I didn't mean to criticize you. <laughs> I have to have my bifocals on. Okay, you can find us on Twitter by going to Twitter period c o m line s p o r t s three p o d c a s t. That's twitter.com slash sports number three podcast. I don't see the word number on here, though. Oh, oh I see the number them. three. Right. So it's Twitter, period, com, line, I S-P-O-R-T-S. feel like you know what a slash is, Mom. A slash, that's it's right. A it's a diagonal slash. Line. I know on here when it was written down, though, it just looked like a line. Jordan's you really penmanship need to, is awful. Yeah, you boys need to work on... You know, back when I was in elementary school, we had to actually focus on penmanship. You don't have to do that anymore. They do not emphasize <laughs> Immediately, it. Immediately. Well, you right did spend all those computer. years trying to teach me cursive, so... I know. It didn't work. <laughs> didn't take. Now you're on your computer all the time. Yep. But you're not on Facebook. No, I'm not. You can find us on... Speaking of which, you can find us on Facebook. There we go. Joel, Great segue, Mom. your podcast is publishing on Facebook? Why can't yeah. you write for Facebook? I'm sure your podcast I, could put I in a good word. If I wanted to, Mom, it's not hard to write for Facebook. They're not. They didn't hire you. No, there's no, there's no money. Okay, involved. you can find us on Facebook. Period. Com slash. Okay. Sports three podcast. That's Facebook. Period. Com slash. <laughs> Sports 3 Podcast. Very good. Very similar to the Twitter. you can find all of our other episodes on Anchor period FM slash Sports 3 Podcast. Yeah. That sounds fun. Anchor. Yeah, and you should emphasize that, Mom. Do they have any job openings? That's an update for us. 
I don't know. I didn't be, ask you should because ask I'm, if they have any job I'm openings. Put in a resume in a very good job where they like me. I know writing internet. Yeah, I know it's writing internet. Okay. Well, I've got more cookies back in the room if you want, but don't ruin your appetite. I will take All some right. cookies, mom, and let's let's get some dinner later. Thank you yes, very much. Yes, I would Mrs. love Anderson. that. Yeah, thank you. Thank you very much, mom. Hey guys. Joel. Joel. Who called my mom? Bye, Joel. Bye, Joel.